G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. As you will know, the biggest event in the Commonwealth right now is the Platinum Jubilee celebration of Queen Elizabeth II. Our absolute privilege today to speak with the author of a new book being released for the Platinum Jubilee called Our Faithful Queen. Now, I spoke to Catherine Butcher on the release of her first multi-million selling book called The Servant Queen when the Queen turned 90 and in which the foreword was written by Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Well, what a privilege today. Catherine Butcher is back with us. Catherine, welcome back to 2020. Lovely to speak to you. Right now, Catherine, the whole of the UK is alive with celebration. How do you see things? Well, there's bunting everywhere, and uh, lots of uh, people are preparing for, for Platinum Jubilee parties. And I'm most excited because a lot of churches are taking the opportunity to bring their communities together after these two years of lockdown. And churches are hosting Thanksgiving services that uh, tie into their Pentecost service and then spilling out into the, the streets around the church to hold uh, street parties. So I'm preparing for one with our church. 500 people will be having a barbecue. That will be something familiar to your audiences uh, to have barbecues. We even do them in the UK. And uh, yeah, so churches are taking this opportunity to celebrate, but also to point to the Queen's faith because she is a, an amazing example of someone who has talked openly about her Christian faith and the way she follows Jesus. So it's a fantastic opportunity for churches to build relationships with their community and also to celebrate the faith of the Queen. Yes, and as you say, with the weekend culminating with the day of Pentecost and churches everywhere celebrating that, along with this particular wonderful Jubilee celebration, it fits in beautifully because as we talk about the faith of Queen Elizabeth, this has been front and centre in the entirety of her reign, hasn't it? Oh yes, absolutely, because the, her reign started with uh, her coronation and at that special event in Westminster Abbey, it's a communion service. A lot of people don't realise that the coronation is, is part of a church service, so it's in a, held in Westminster Abbey, a church, it's a communion service, there are hymns, there are prayers, there are Bible readings, both read and also sung, and then the most sacred moment is the anointing. Now, we've seen lots of pictures of the coronation, but you've never seen pictures on television of the anointing because that was considered to be so sacred, the cameras were not allowed to film it. And it was, uh, it took place under a canopy and the queen removed her royal robes, she removed her jewels, and she was wearing a simple white dress. And as she prepared for that in her devotions, preparing for this coronation ceremony she she thought about how she would be quote, stripped of all royal dignity to offer myself in my own person for his work that's god's work and so 
in this anointing, she was coming to God as an ordinary person, as we can all do, uh, as we wait to see what the Holy Spirit will do with us as he comes on us and anoints us for service. And as she prepared for the coronation, she she was using a little book of private devotions. This is a, a book that was written for her by the Archbishop of Canterbury. And it's a little black leather-bound book. There are fewer than two dozen copies in the world. And this was a book of devotions to take her from the 1st of May through to the coronation day. And in that little book, it explains something of what the anointing means. And it says, by the anointing, God makes, blesses and consecrates me queen. And I am till my dying day, his anointed servant. So those were words that the queen was encouraged to say as she prepared for this sacred moment, this point when the Archbishop of Canterbury anointed her with oil. And the prayer was that God would equip her to serve till her dying day. So that coronation ceremony obviously meant a, a significant amount to the Queen, and it it just shows us what God can do with someone who is prepared to offer themselves to God in service. Shows us too, doesn't it, that when there are rituals, and we'll call it a ritual, an anointing ceremony, that how impacting that can be on the whole of a life because this anointing with the oil, the anointing of the Holy Spirit on the Queen, and she's held that close to her in a recognition that this is what her calling is. How do you reflect on that? And uh, that's been obviously seen in, in her public engagements and her public statements through the years. How do you describe that anointing working in the life of the Queen, Catherine? Well, an anointing is something that we need to receive, isn't it? And uh, yes, it's just a symbol, but God does his bit. Uh, when we offer ourselves to God and open our hearts to him, he uh, responds and his anointing on the Queen. We've, we all pray uh, here in the UK, the national anthem is God save our gracious Queen, long live our noble Queen. And she has been gracious. And she's had a very long life. So God has answered the prayer that so many people pray without realizing it's a prayer. And that anointing has something that has brought out the fruits of the Holy Spirit in the Queen. We have seen someone who, who talks frequently about joy. When she talks about the Christian faith, she talks about it being joyous. She talked about her um, one of uh, her great-grandchildren, uh, being when he was christened, uh, that he would be christened into the joyous uh, Christian life of service. So the Queen often uh, celebrates the underdog. She looks out for the person who doesn't get lots of, of praise and she meets people of all sorts of different kinds and classes. So yes, she can be at home with, with heads of state, but also she goes into hospitals, she goes to visit people who are um, in in need in all sorts of different places and in their workplace. So she's someone who has sought to put people at their ease. And people often talk about how the Queen puts puts people at their ease and she's got a great sense of humour. And I think that her the way she conducts herself is a, a wonderful witness to the way Jesus would be as he walks around among us. 
Catherine, your new book, it's 64 pages, uh, lots of photos in there. But as you say, it includes these rarely seen prayers uh, from that book of devotions that was written for the Queen to use in the lead up to her coronation day. Is this something special for people who are watching the royal family, uh, following Queen Elizabeth, that this is something that might even be a memento, something to really catch a hold of and capture something of her spirituality in that time? Yes, I mean, I write this. I wrote the book because I wanted Christians to have an opportunity to talk about their faith and the Queen's faith and to, to give away a beautiful gift book and then say, this, have you ever noticed uh, the Queen talking about her Christian faith in her Christmas broadcast to the Commonwealth? And then take an opportunity to talk about our own faith. It's some a way to start a conversation with someone who's not yet a Christian. And it, I've included lots of quotes from the little book of private devotions, but also from the broadcast that the Queen makes to the Commonwealth. So right at the beginning of that little book of devotions, the Queen uh, was invited to say, the whole of life is a journey to God. I've not chosen this office for myself. He has appointed me to it, and I go to be consecrated to it by him. And because he leads, I may follow in complete trust. And that's an opportunity to talk to other people about what is your journey of faith? Because we're all on a journey, aren't we? And some people have not started the journey yet with Jesus. And it's an opportunity to say, this is what the Queen has shown us through her, her life of following Jesus. What about you? Catherine, how do you describe discipleship that will have happened for Queen Elizabeth? Because having a wonderful foundation, uh, taking very seriously, even in that secret ceremony, the anointing of the Holy Spirit on her for a life of service, she must have had some pretty wonderful people around her, mentors and people who were looking out for her spiritual development. Are you aware of how that all happened? Well, yes, of course, she can't have uh, home groups and and, uh, the kind of fellowship that we might have, but she had very godly grandparents. So King George V and Queen Mary were people who had daily morning prayer, evening prayer, in a formal traditional Anglican way. And then on her mother's side, her maternal grandmother, Lady Strathern, she spent an hour a day reading the Bible to her children, and her children included the Queen Mother. And then the Queen Mother herself taught her her daughters to pray, and then also read Bible stories to them. And I used to write for Bible Reading Fellowship, and the Queen Mother subscribed to Bible Reading Fellowship notes, daily devotional notes. So daily devotions were part of the Queen's experience in her own home. And then she had a governess. She didn't go to an ordinary school, but the governess was required to make sure that they had half an hour of scripture reading at the start of every week. So she's someone who has read the Bible herself. She's said to have a well-read Bible by her bed. And weekly church attendance has been part of her life. Wherever she goes, if it's a Sunday, she goes to church. And during lockdown, private services in her own chapel. And for a lot of people, they don't realize that even on those most private moments, she would go to God. For example, the anniversary of her father's death, when her mother and sister were alive, they would spend that day at uh, one of the palaces, Sandringham, 
and they would have a communion service together to re- reflect and remember their their father. So she's someone who puts her faith into practice, both in her personal devotion, in her public uh, attendance at services, but also in the way she talks about Jesus. So she talks about Jesus as being her rock and the foundation for her life, an inspiration. And that's a lovely way of showing that sort of personal relationship that she has with Jesus when she talks in her Commonwealth broadcast. Well, of course, Queen Elizabeth has been walking the walk and talking the talk. And what a wonderful example she has been of a Christian, of a Christian leader, and uh, to be able to aspire to those uh, underpinnings that we get from the Scriptures. Let me point people to hopetogether.org.uk, and that's where you can connect with Catherine Butcher, and it's where you can also get a hold of a copy of this new book called Our Faithful Queen. So hopetogether.org.uk and it is a significant day and as Catherine says culminates on Pentecost Sunday this weekend. Catherine Butcher, thank you so much for taking some time to share these thoughts with us today on 2020. Thank you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.